You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Tech Band Podcast number 481. I'm Tim Robertson, joined by David Cohen. Hello, David. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. Couldn't be better. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I've got, you know, I'm looking forward to later today, I've got a family get-together, and then I've got tomorrow um, stuff being delivered, and then sometime this coming week, I'm going to rearrange my entire desk. That's a big deal. Yeah. You know, I've got currently, you know, the iMac and the bigger screen and the speakers and the recording gear and all the cool stuff. And it all has to be taken down, unwired, and then eventually put back together. I can hear people in the background big time. That's just my family leaving. (laughs) Tell them I said bye. No, it must be too late. (laughs) Well, not only that, but if I shout that out, you'll hear that too. I hear that too. They've gone. You heard the door slam, so there you go. Well, my family are still sleeping. That's Mm -hmm. why we do it at 7.30 in the morning. It's easier. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm going to take apart everything and I'm kind of looking forward to it, but it's also, um, to be honest, a little daunting when you've got as much stuff up here on a desk like I do. Yeah. Even my desk, which probably doesn't have half the stuff you've got, I wouldn't really fancy taking it apart and putting it back together again. It's the, the problem I find is you, you take everything apart. And then no matter how ever careful you are, when you come to put it back together, you can't find half the things you had before. Uh, <laughs> no, like, I'm oh, wait, where's that, that gone? My, I'm pretty good at that. Uh, when I unplug something, I leave the power cord to that thing or any of the plugs to that thing with that thing. Yeah, I do that too, but then I lose the actual thing. Yeah, well, <laughs> there's that too. <laughs> so uh, behind my big screen, it's a 27-inch monitor from, uh, I don't know who makes this thing. It's a... What is it? Uh, Predator monitor. I don't know who makes it. Um, behind it, though, is the mini PC, which is my Flex server and my, although I never really use it a whole lot for this, my, uh, <clears throat> I guess you'd say the arc- the uh, the older arcade games, or not arcade, yeah. but like uh, MAME and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it runs that. Uh, it's connected to a TV to the left of me. Now, Two weeks ago, I went through, right to the left of me, is a, I'm going to say it's a 30, maybe a 41-inch TV, something Mm -hmm. like that. Maybe a little bit smaller than that. Maybe it's a 36. I don't know. Whatever it is. Um, And that's connected to all the modern game systems Mm -hmm. with all these shelves underneath it. But I had like a PS3 and an Xbox 360 and all of these other systems sitting in there that I never played. Yeah. And they're dust magnets. Even though the shelves itself is metal and it's got holes in it, you know, it's it's not solid wood or anything. So dust right. really doesn't collect on the shelves. Although underneath it gets kind of gross. Um, but I have all of these older systems in here. And two HDMI switchers and all of these HDMI cables and power things that don't go to anything. It was a mess. Well, last week, well, two weeks ago, I went through the whole thing and it's all cleaned up now. The only thing on there now is the little Atari, you know, the, uh, what do you call it? The, the Atari that just came out not too long ago. Uh, 
the, the v- VCS, VCS yes. The VCS, yeah. yeah. So that's in there, because I do play that occasionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, the PS5. Yep. The Xbox Series X. Mm-hmm. So the modern stuff. Yeah. Not the Atari. Um, next to the Xbox is the uh, VR headset from Facebook, Oculus. Yeah. And then I've got the um, Steam Deck sitting on top. Mm-hmm. The Steam Deck, I've been playing that a lot, quite a bit lately. Since I got my Steam Deck, I've hardly touched my Xbox. I can see why. It's <laughs> just, number one, it boots up so fast. I mean, yeah. it's there's no comparison. And I start playing a game, and there's almost never an update that I have to run before it lets me play. And yep. it suspends games amazingly well. Yeah, it does. And, and the other advantage is you can play games wherever you want. Yes. You don't, you're not confined to your office, your desk, whatever. With mine, my dip is, is at my office desk, which is in the middle of the house. Um, and I, you know, I tend, yeah, I tend to want, you know, if, my, if my wife's watching TV, I'd like to be in the same room with her if I'm gaming. Yeah. Well, um, the so, other aspect so with for the me, Steam Deck, that's what I do. Yeah. The other aspect for me is I've been, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, I started hankering to play the original Batman Lego game. You remember that one? Yep. I have it. And I can play it on any one of these game systems. Well, probably not the Atari. Um, but it's it's kind of a, I got to turn on the TV. I got to turn on the, the game console. Got to turn on the controller. I got to wait for the thing to boot up, then launch yep. it. And then, oh, there's an update. Or It's just kind of a rigmarole. Yep. With the Steam Deck, I pick it up, I turn it on, and I'm right there. It's done. Yeah, it's, exactly. I'm, I'm right where yeah. I left off. It's yep. kind of amazing. Now, yeah, I put and, it on the top shelf so I can, if I wanted to, connect it to the monitor and then use another controller. But then I thought, I'm never going to do that. No, I, I well, like some, playing yeah. it with the screen. Yeah, some people do that. They've just launched a dock, an official Valve it. dock for it. Oh, you have it. You have it, right? I have okay. it. So, I, I had um, a generic dock, which was okay, but it was kind of wobbly in it. Yeah. And I thought, I bet the one from Steam themselves is going to be bigger or better for that, and it is. Yeah. It's smaller, yeah. too, less of a footprint. Yeah. Okay, so you've got everything you want. Because I, I know a lot of people have been... They basically want it as a cheap gaming PC. So what they've been doing is they've been saying they want to play on a bigger screen. So they've been anchoring off the dock, and they use a controller, and they then play on a big TV. So you've got the best of all worlds there, kind of like the Switch deal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so I'm happy with that, but what I'm not happy with is my work area. I have an L-shaped desk, and I sit in mm-hmm. front of the smaller part of the L, which is right next to the TV. And there's a monitor riser on there that is also acting as a USB-C hub, which is kind of nice. Yep. And I, it's just... The problem for me has been a lot of spinning beach balls lately. And I keep thinking I want to get the new Mac. I want to get on the new platform. I want to get off yeah. the Intel iMac. Mm-hmm. So I've done it. Uh, and what precipitated that was a new monitor. Um, so let's start there. I've already got the 27-inch screen. Yep. I've got a LG, a bunch of letters, 32-inch ultrafine UHD 4K monitor now as well. And it's USB-C. So Thunderbolt. Yep. So between that and the one I've got, I can plug them both into, you know, a Mac Studio, which is what I'm getting. Yes. So I'm so, going. 
Go ahead. Yeah, let's let's make a point here. Anybody looking to buy a monitor nowadays, if you don't buy one with USB-C built in, you're a dummy. Mm-hmm. Or or you've got other constraints because it is such a game changer because you've literally gone from messing around with cables at the back and everything like to something you can plug into any computer anytime you want. Any modern computer. Yeah, but anything with a USB-C port on it mostly, and it just kind of works. 100%. And yep. I, so I'm I'm going to regulate my 27-inch, which is a, an amazing screen, to the right on a new stand that I have, which is it's still in the box under my desk. And then the Mac Studio is going to go underneath that, and I'm going to put the new 32-inch in front of me. So I'll have the two, two screens. But to do all this, I really do need to rip everything apart on the desk. I've probably got... 20 cables back here that aren't plugged in or doing anything. Yeah. Power management's another nightmare because the mini PC, as I said, is also my Plex server. So that's still sitting back there. That's not going anywhere, but I need to rewire that. And that's got two five terabyte hard drives on it. And those have their own power supplies and cables. And it's just, and then my iPhone was another deal. Uh, I had the wireless charger, but that's a, another wire. I had um, the Apple Watch plug. That's another wire. And then occasionally I'd have to swap my iPhone for my um, headphones and plug, you know, so I could put that on the charger and make sure that's charged up when I need it. And so I bought a, it has little RGB colors around it, a little stand that mm-hmm. charges the iPhone, my Apple Watch, and my, um, what is the headphones? Uh, the AirPods. AirPods, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's just one little stand now. And that's just one plug. One plug. It's so yeah. so much better. I'm like, why didn't I do this before? Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to consolidate, I guess you can say. Yeah. Um, but in, in another way, I'm not because the iMac is a screen in the computer and I'm going to a separate screen in a separate computer. Mm-hmm. But it takes a lot less space, the iMac, and it's just modern. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's yep. just but that's just one of the things that I'm doing. I've already upgraded two other things that I've been thinking about, one of them for years. For the last 4 or 5 years, I've had a cheap mouse the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's just a little I don't even know who makes it. It's a cheap mouse. It has a roller ball, you know, scroll wheel on top and it's clunk clunk clunk. Yep. clunk, clunk. Um it's wired and I finally yeah upgraded it and i went with the logitech mx master 3s one of the finest mice you can buy in my opinion i kept doing the research kept doing the research and i didn't like the way this one looked and it scared Mm -hmm. me because i'm like what if i don't like the way it feels that's a big thing for me yeah and i so i i thought you know what if i don't like it i'll just return it to amazon yeah so i got it and it's amazing oh my god yeah what yeah, a difference. There's, there's something weird about the pictures that make it look really ungainly. But yes. actually, it feels completely it, different when you use it. 100%. Yeah. 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 It, it looks like it has these sharp edges that's not going to be comfortable in your hand. And the opposite's actually true. Yeah. And the pictures as well make it look kind of physically bigger than it actually is. It yeah. makes it look kind of... It, it looks like you kind of have to claw your hand around it. Mm-hmm. And it's just not like that at all. Um, no, I've had... Uh, I had the MX Master 2. 
Um, and um, which is physically for, pretty much the same, mouse, which is yeah. physically the same. Yeah, uh, basically what what they've done with this one, I think, is now some of the um, scroll wheel controls are kind of like have ma- magnetic clutches on, whereas before they have physical clutches on. So you can, it's kind of cool. You can, in fact, I think the latest one, it, it if you move it slowly, it feels like it's on a ratchet, but then when you spin it, it disengages and it and it kind of works like a spinner. Well, if you so download you can, their software, you can actually program it to have the clicky feel on the spinner yeah or not yeah exactly um and you can have it to switch automatically between as well so you can you can either get fine control or you can spin it and get like a fast um scroll um it's really really nice it has loads of buttons on it that all fall very naturally to hand i've always really really liked this mouse i don't actually use it anymore i actually switched to the portable versions of these just because um i'm a lot more mobile nowadays um but but back when i had a fixed desk in the office this was my 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 mouse of choice um and and the other advantage is that it uh it uses either bluetooth or a dongle so you can choose what you want to do so in my case i'm going bluetooth and there's a reason for this and one of the things I didn't pay attention to when I picked this mouse, and I've read so many reviews of so many different mice, and this one just kept, well, the two and now the three just kept coming at the top. So I finally pulled the trigger. I got it, fell in love with it, and it made me hate my keyboard. <laughs> and there's a reason. It was a wired keyboard, and I wanted a backlit one. That's important mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. And so I immediately started thinking, well, wait a minute. What's the advantages of this mouse other than being wireless and I could control stuff with it? Well, you could control up to three different computers via Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. And yeah. remember, I told you I have that many PC yeah. on my desk. Well, I had another keyboard and another mouse plugged into that, which was cluttering my desk. And I don't use it very often physically like that, but I still needed to have it plugged in. And so um, I pushed the other Bluetooth connect button and I connected it to the PC. So now I can just push a button on the mouse underneath it. Yeah. And I can switch over to the PC. Well, wouldn't yeah. it be cool That's to do that with a keyboard as well? It sure would. Yeah. So now I also bought the Logitech MX uh, Keys wireless keyboard with backlit keys. And yeah. it pairs. It's it's the companion to this mouse, but it's also, from a typing perspective, just a brilliant keyboard. It's really, really well made. It's not light. Uh, it charges via USB-C, just like the mouse. It seems to keep it charged a lot faster or a lot longer than the mouse. But to be honest, I use the mouse more than I use the keyboard anyways. Um, Typing is just fantastic. The key switches are just, they feel really good. And each key has kind of a round indentation. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that it does is it turns off the backlighting until it senses your fingers are about to touch the keys. That's right. And it just lights right up immediately. And so it saves battery that way. And unlike many keyboards on the market, the backlight on this one only lights up the lettering on the keys. There's not a, like a glow from the outside. No, well, there so, is. Well, yeah, but it's not really noticeable. It, I, it's, it's really... I have one of these. <laughs> I've had one for about 12 months. And in fact, I've just switched mine out for the mini version. Why, do a mini why didn't version. you tell me how great this is? What the hell? <laughs> yeah. I got I to spend my own money to find out you had one and could have told me. Yeah, sorry about that. I've just switched to the mini version, which doesn't have the uh, the uh, the number pad on, right? Because I've got a small desk, and 
I was kind of shuttling things around and, and really running out of space. And I thought to myself, why have I got this big keyboard when I don't really use the number pad that much? So yeah. I've actually just traded mine up for, uh, I, for the, I, mini, the mini version. I, I, ha- I use the, the number pad yeah. all the no, time. No, I... I kind of use do I can do use use the number pad, um, but the thing is, is I'd rather have the space. So yeah. you have the option to. In fact, you've got lots of options with this now. The MX Logitech MX is a great range. So you can now buy this keyboard that that Tim and I uh, that Tim has and that I I had until recently, or you can buy the mini version, or you can buy a mechanical version. So if you really like that clicky keyboard style, they've got a new mechanical version that's also extremely well-respected and well-rated. They really are knocking it out of the park with these peripherals. Yeah, Logic and yes, has taken another yeah. step here. Exactly the same as you. I have two computers on my desk because I have my um, my business laptop and I also have a laptop that's given to me by the home office. And the home office laptop will not share any information with anything else. It's completely locked down and only talks to the home office network. So I have to use that for Do some things. VPN in? It, it, it's basically got an auto VPN. So as soon as you boot right. the thing up, uh, when the network fires up, it immediately then fires up this lockdown VPN that goes to the home office network. And that's the only way you can use it. And that means they can control where you go, what you can access. So I can't access my work email on my on my home office laptop. It's not, it doesn't let me do that. So I do need to switch between them. So I, like you, I have uh, a HDMI switcher on my desk. Um, and uh, I have both laptops plugged in. One's on the USB-C, the other one's on HDMI. Um, and, um, yeah, I, I basically use this keyboard and the, uh, the switchable mouse to switch between the two of them when I switch between them. Um, and it's no, absolutely brilliant. My, uh, my mini PC is hooked up to the computer, but the only reason I really do it that way is because the TV has sound. Right. I could connect this mini PC via HDMI to the big screen in front of me and just switch the different inputs go from a Mac to a PC on the monitor itself. But they don't have speakers. And if I'm yeah. going to play a game, I don't want to have to get some kind of a splitter and hook up the speaker. And, and you know That's what? Ugh. One of the things that annoys me, monitors with HDMI, is why they don't just put even just like a cheap tinny speaker in the back so you can hear the audio. Yeah, and then and then a three and a half mil jack, so you can plug something else in. Yeah, that I don't would be understand helpful. why they don't put in because yeah, HDMI carries audio, so to have yep. a device that takes the video only and strips the audio out is a is a pain. And then if you do want to connect it to a monitor, I'm, my Xbox uh, Series S is connected by, uh, to my monitor. So then what I have to do is I have to. Um, uh, base that's also on the HDMI splitter. I had to get an HDMI splitter with the audio out so that I could pipe the audio off when I when I connect to the Xbox and yep. put that through a speaker, and that was a pain. Yeah, exactly. Really, yeah, I didn't shouldn't have needed to do that, but there you go. So anyway, we digress. MX MX keys, um, amazing. Def- yeah, and the, monos- and, and the mouse as well. And as I say, if you do want something smaller than that, it's a big desktop mouse, but it's very comfortable. If you do want something smaller, they do the MX Anywhere mouse, which has all the same features, but just in a smaller package. Fewer buttons, but um, runs with the same software uh, and is, is, is much more compact. So if you do want something you can slip into your bag, um, then I recommend one of those. And uh, that's what I'm rocking. I, I might well. buy another one of these mice for work. Work. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I already bought a monitor for myself at work. I have customers commenting how big my monitor is at work all yeah. the time, and it's on a lazy Susan, so I yeah. always spin it towards a customer, and I get more compliments from that. It's 
it's amazing how many people recognize. Wow, that's a really nice monitor. <laughs> well, so here's the here's the thing. I'm I'm like you. I'm a believer in this. Is I believe that if you go to work, um, and you're on the computer all day, yeah, and the stuff that work gives you gives you is not very good, then spend a bit of money and get something yeah, better. Why not? You know? Well, it's, yeah? it's work. I don't want to spend my own money. Well, then you're going to be well, less <laughs> fulfilled than I am. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's just like it, all that all that happens is is basically that horrible, cheap stuff is hitting you in the face all day every day. <laughs> well, and, the, and here's how it? you justify the price: don't go out to lunch at yeah. work for two weeks, yeah. and you can buy a new monitor <laughs> or a mouse. That's a that's three days worth of lunches, right? Just yeah, pack, certainly, pack certainly mouse. I can, I can kind of understand if everyone wants to, you know, sometimes it, you know, your work might not might not let you bring something big and electrical in, or uh, they might complain because they don't know where to put the old one or something like that. Monitor um, is going to depend on your circumstances, exactly. but everybody sh- everybody should be able to rock their own keyboard. That's one hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Now I and don't want this keyboard at work though. Too nice. It's too nice, and I'm turning it towards computers or the customers a lot. Right. So I'm like, eh, I'll stick with the keyboard they give me. It's yeah. an okay keyboard. Um, so tying all of this together, and I already mentioned it, is my new Mac Studio, which is going to arrive tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been lo- so- I've been waiting for something like a Mac Studio for a long time. A really long time. I know Guy Searle, for instance, had been talking about a headless iMac forever. And essentially, that's what the Mac Studio is. It's a way more powerful computer than um, the... The Mac Mini. The Mac Mini. Yeah, it's it's basically... It's it's, it's in in desktop box terms, the Mac Mini is like the MacBook Air. uh, uh, And the uh, the Mac Studio is like a MacBook Pro. Uh, You know, it's, it's... it's kind of the same deal. So yep. if you want much more power, um, then you need to go Mac Studio. And I knew as soon as they announced the Mac Studio, Guy was going to get one. And unfortunately, I was pretty convinced I was probably going to get one as well. And I have. Mm-hmm. Well, at least yes. on order. Right. So so it comes in a wide variety of configurations. So what have you gone for? <laughs> well, storage is a big deal for me. Yeah. Uh, remember when I bought my iMac, the first thing I did was update the storage in it. I remember it was a whole big thing because yeah, you had problems. Because the yeah. friggin' iMac. But I also know that you can't upgrade the internal storage on the Mac Studio, mm-hmm. which doesn't make me real happy. And I'm hoping eventually they can update it, but I didn't want to be stuck in 512 land. Right. So I upgraded to um, two terabytes of storage SSD. Okay. And 32 gigs of RAM. I got the Apple M1 Max with 10 cores, 24-core wow. GPU. Big boy. Um, yeah, it costs like $2,700. Oh, yeah. Actually, the, the, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm forgetting. It, it starts with the M1 Max, doesn't it? And then you can up, upgrade that. And then there's the Ultra on top. So, uh, yeah, I didn't actually, get the that's Ultra. Pro- that's, that's mid-range, that. Yeah. So rather than, yeah. I, I didn't need, you know, the top of the line. I'm not, I'm not doing any video editing. Yeah. Um, but I still wanted something that's going to be way more powerful than I need for the next few years easily. I don't think Apple's going to come out with anything that's going to be more applicable for me than the Mac Studio. I don't need a Mac Pro when they update that. 
Well, yeah, I mean, you're already you're going from an Intel iMac. You're already going to about three, four times the performance yeah. of what you've got on the desk at the moment. <laughs> yeah, so I, yeah. I think I'm going to be good for a while. Yeah. So I'm excited, to be honest with you. It's uh, I haven't been this excited. I wasn't this excited when I got the iMac because I already had an iMac, and, you know, th- this is going to be the first non-iMac desktop computer I've had. Yep. Since oh my gosh, um, hmm, my my Performa sixty five hundred. Yep, I had uh, no. I take that back. I had a G five Mac Pro for a while. Was the cheese grater was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still in the basement, actually. Uh, yeah, I one, still have I still have my Intel Mac Pro in storage. Yeah, I, uh, I got must. Get rid of I must. It. Yeah, me too. <laughs> the problem with well, the problem with getting rid of a Mac Pro is is getting rid of one is a big deal because it's so big and heavy. <laughs> so big and heavy. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna pull the hard drive out of it. Uh, I, it stopped working a long time ago. I know it's. Um, I think it's the motherboard. Yeah. And I always kept thinking maybe I could do something with it, but I'm never going to do anything with it. So I'm going to. Well, so here's the here's the problem: is that even with an Intel Mac Pro now, it's been so left behind performance wise with what we have nowadays. It's just you know it it is the only advantage they have is that you can you really can cram them with disks and memory and that sort of thing, which is precisely what you can't do with this new computer you've got. But the the reality is the system on the chip is so powerful and so capable. that you know and and yeah let's face it i i mean you you've got a two terabyte ssd in this new machine how much would it have cost you back in the day to put two terabytes even as spinning disks in that um in a mac pro yeah you know well i went so. through my imac and got rid of a bunch of crap that was taking up space with the anticipation of probably getting the 512 right because i, I kind of kept thinking oh, i'm probably just gonna get the 512 and how much do I really keep on this computer? And as much as I threw away, I was still hitting the top of that 512. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Just spend the money, get the two terabytes. You got plenty of storage space at that point. It's going to make you happier long term. Just do that. Yeah. So, um, one uh, 10 gigabyte Ethernet port. I'm debating whether I'm still going to plug in or not, though. Right. I, I kind of like having the Mac hardwired rather than just bluetooth or um wi-fi wi-fi yeah but it's more wiring that's the problem i know it's well, not, and it's it, and one it's, wire. It, well it's not one wire though isn't it because where does the wire go to what's it does it go straight into your um yes your internet yes or is it going through a switch or anything like that no just it goes right to the uh the comcast box which is sitting right. okay. you know two foot away from it so that's not a big deal i am starting to think how i want to do the wiring here's my problem with wiring i've set up desks before where people don't upgrade or change or plug new stuff in or anything like that where i've wired it all up and you know it looks beautiful i can't do that because well a um i'm it's me and number two i'm constantly buying new stuff or getting new stuff to check out and yeah you know i gotta plug this in i gotta plug that in and you know, I need more forward-facing ports is what I need. But, I mean, I've got so many things that are running off of this. So, in terms of your power, uh, I mean, is, 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 is it power that's the problem? No, it's all in the terms wires. Of the wiring? It's all the peripherals. Right, but it's, it's connecting wires between the peripherals, or is it powering the peripherals? 
Oh yes, yeah. I've got I've got a two power things. I've got one that's on the floor, and the big things go into that, and that's a UPC. So I'm I'm just I'm wondering whether what UPS. you should do is is uh, yeah. I'm wondering whether what you should do is you should get one that you can get now. These big kind of uh, you know uh, twelve or fifteen port power things that that basically is like rather than being a strip, it's like a big block, and you can mount that on the wall. Uh, and then you can just plug stuff in and out of that, and it it means that you're not diving behind the desk every time you want to plug something in. Um, yeah, but mm, one of the things that I did to make a huge difference is, you know, you you get a new thing and it has its power and it's a brick, yeah, <laughs> that, and you got to plug that into your power supply, and it's so big it it blocks two other power plugs yeah. when you plug it in, yeah. Um, so I got these extensions that plug into that and then it plugs into the power cable. Yeah. So it's, it's a three prong on one side and, uh, female and three prong on the other. And it's only like eight inches long. No, not even that. It's like four inches long and it just allows you to not block ports on your power. Yeah. Um, that was a godsend to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. When, when I, I bought two bags of them and I'm using them all over the house. Wherever there's a power plug that's a big one. Yeah. I'm even if I didn't need to, I put this on there just to keep the power plug against the wall off of the wall. Yeah. The, see the the challenge is when you're swapping stuff in and out is you can do all the nice cable racing you want, but as soon as you put something new in That's there, what I'm saying. And it messes that's my it up. problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and even if you use ducts and something like that, then what probably what happens is you put stuff through the ducts and then 12 months later you want to take something out of that and that it's cable for that is is right at the bottom and it's all tangled up with all the others yes. and you end up having to pulling everything out just to get it to And then you free. don't put it back in. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. power management, cable management is probably more apt of a term is always going to be my biggest challenge and I'm not sure how I'm going to do it this way yet. Is is it is it possible for you to set up part of your desk that's devoted to the the stuff you're trying out and then you have the fixed stuff separate so that's what i said i need more forward facing ports but that doesn't help with the power management i don't want a big plug sitting you know right here on top of my desk right next to me Mm -hmm. i've got them on top of my desk but it's behind the screen so you don't see i i think what you should do is is you should maybe think about wiring a separate power supply for the stuff you're going to be changing in and out and and fixing that underneath your desk so that you actually wired down to that and then that's that's devoted to only the stuff you're trying new well the power Uh, of the thing that i'm using is this black skinny one that has yeah. power on both sides, but at the end it has a bunch of USB, A and C. And I could wire it directly to the, as a yeah. hub to the Mac, but I don't. Because the other thing I you, yeah. look at it as just power. The other thing you can get, and I have one of these, it's uh, it's like a tower. So the, all the power is, is, it's like a four-way tower and there's yeah, power sockets on all four sides. The problem is then you have to have it on top of the desk. You yep. can't have it underneath. Yep. Um, you but, know. So okay. it's e- easy to use, but, but it's not particularly attractive. Yeah, I guess you put a box over it. Well, getting <laughs> rid of the PC's mouse and keyboard and the Mac's wired mouse and keyboard freed up a lot of space and got rid of four cables, which doesn't yeah. sound like a lot, but it is. Yeah. But you know, I've got. I'm going to have two monitors plugged into it, um, my USB hub, and then everything yeah. that runs that, including my speakers and 
you know then i also have to plug in um my dual dock hard drive plus my ssd time machine backup drive plus a way to be able to plug in my iphone or ipad directly to the computer um, there's just a lot of things that I need to plug in. Yeah, I know. This is a problem. When we moved into our new office recently, um, we had each desk wired for power. So each desk has a little two socket um, on top power of the desk. On top of the desk at yep. the back, uh, kind of it's like kind of angled, so it sits it sits nicely looking. And that has a USB C and USB C A as well as two main sockets but then we didn't do any networking wiring at all i said i said that the building has wi-fi we don't need high speed networking i said it's just not worth putting ethernet into these so we didn't bother we just yep. everybody uses uses wi-fi the wi-fi in the in the building is pretty good yep. and then what what we did on each desk is we put a, a monitor with USB-C flight a trailing cable on so that gives people USB-C and then access to a couple of USB-A ports on the back of the monitor. Uh, and that also charges their laptops as well. So Remember, uh, was, all my power management that I'm talking about right now is just computer-related stuff. Yeah. Immediately to the You've left got, is all the video games and the TV yeah, and exactly, all that stuff. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And that, that, that's even worse because yes. uh, they don't even think about that when they're building no, those. No, not at all. But I'm still wanting to do something. I've got these things that's in the car, and I was going to do it in the car, but it just didn't make sense. Um, there are these little rubberized things that ha- they're sticky on the bottom. And you stick them on something, and the, that yeah. you put your wire through that. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking about doing that, but I also don't think it's really feasible by the way I work. Well, that's the thing. I mean, the stuff, the wires you know you're not ev- not ever going to move again until you redo your desk. You can wrap those. You can put ties around them you can put them through those um that you can get those plastic spirals that you put things through to bundle them all together but as i say the difficulty with that is that then you then you realize you need to change a wire or you want to add an extra one it's like what do you do now and it ends up kind of over time it's like chaos theory over time it just gets worse and worse and worse yeah as as you do that as you do those different cable changes and and um, i'm in that situation now i'm i'm looking underneath the imax screen and i can see a bunch of wires and i guarantee you half of them aren't plugged into anything at this point yeah and and you also know. usb-c ports as well you what 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 also tends to happen is you you realize you've run out of usb-c ports and then you go okay what do we know you end up putting a dongle or a, a, a switch or a, a usb-c hub or something like that on and then that's why that's got to be plugged in somewhere that yep. also needs a power supply sometimes yeah uh, and and then you've you've got the same problem again i've run out i've run out of usb-c ports here on my monitor um uh because i had it's again for for a while i was using um the wireless dongles instead of Bluetooth because yep. I was having problems with Bluetooth interference on my team's calls. So I switched the wireless dongles. So that need, that meant two dongles for the keyboard and the mouse. Um, I, I needed, uh, I use my work laptop closed. Um, so that means to log on to it. If you want to use, um, a windows hello then you need some sort of biometric sensor you can't use the camera because the laptop's closed yeah that's so then i had that yeah so then well they yeah so well you can't use the webcam because the the laptop's closed and the usb cam webcam which you also need for teams won't support um logging you onto the computer so i had a usb finger fingerprint sensor that that's in my monitor as well uh and then there's drives and things like that and yeah i found i ran out of um (laughs) <laughs> ran out of space and i i had sometimes had a situation where i wanted to 
have USB things shared between the two computers I was talking about. So I ended up getting a, a USB switch that actually allows you to switch between two computers. And you hit a button on the top and it, it will go from one port to the other. So you yep. can plug it into each computer and then make the USB stuff available. And, of course, that then needs wiring and powering. And this is this is what happens. And then I you know. don't forget my podcast stuff. The, yeah. Just the cable for the microphone itself is a thick, unruly cable. Yeah. And then yeah, the no, cable but- for the plugging my iPhone into the live track. And then the headphones, which I got to keep nearby. Um, yeah. And then uh, the power for the live track, and yeah. I have to have that accessible because I got to reach behind it to be able to pull the SD card out when we're done recording. Yep. And then the That's... Millennium Falcon light little LED that shines <laughs> down on it, so I can see what the hell I'm doing. Yeah. And that's got a you know an arm that it's on, an articulating arm plus the power supply. I mean, you just start plugging in just the essentials, and you're like, I've got a crap ton. Look, I said essentials, but we're talking about video game stuff over here, too. So yes, that's very much, very much first world essentials yes, here. <laughs> yes, but it does become an issue with all of this mess of a cables going everywhere. I, there's very few people on the earth that could disassemble my entire system, my office, and wire it back correctly. And I'm not even talking about the arcades and the other TV that's hooked up to another yeah. arcade stick and all that stuff. I'm just talking about my computer stuff and the video game stuff. Good yeah. luck. Good luck with that. <laughs> you know, a, a thief would come in to steal my stuff and go, Jesus Christ, I, we're not stealing the cables. Just unplug everything and just run. Well, yeah, but then they find none of it works. None of it the works because it's a specialized cable. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to be doing for the next week. Um, and that's also not the reason that we won't record a Geek's Pub next week. Uh, the family and I are taking our, I guess you call it yearly fall uh, sojourn to Frankenmuth. Uh, we go to this place called Bronner's. It's the largest Christmas store in the world, or at least in the U.S. And uh, we have a new family tradition that every year each of us pick out two Christmas tree ornaments. One's a funny one, and one's one that only means something to you. Like last year, my funny one was this little toilet. You know, it's a Christmas tree ornament. Yeah. Um, It was kind of funny. I don't remember what the personalized one was. It was something. Um, But we do that. Uh, We shop and look around and explore Frankenmuth. But this time we're leaving early because we're going to a cider mill. And that's not really on the way, but it's probably going to add an hour of drive both ways. But it's a big place, and we get fresh apples and apple cider, and they make the donuts right there. Have you ever experienced that, a place that like an apple orchard where you can get fresh apple cider, like fresh, fresh, like it was made yesterday, and then donuts Uh, that were made that day, like an hour ago where it's so warm? um, Well, yeah, I mean, I've I've had... Uh, the, the Krispy Kreme near us um, no, does the thing the where thing. they actually make make the donuts right there. So you, you, I've had fresh donuts, but not they're not um, not apple cider donuts or anything like that. And and uh, I've been to I've been to English breweries where they make the beer right there, and you had that, but not cider. Uh, uh, now this so, is a, um, a, a smaller family run place. You know, it's yeah, it's kind of unique. Um, I if you ever come to the U.S. in the fall. That's something you really mm-hmm. should do. 
Uh, yeah. you, you see these families out there picking out their pumpkins, um, mm-hmm. eating donuts, not the glazed artificial crap that Krispy Kreme makes. Actual, you could see them mixing the batter right there, and they go on this little conveyor yeah. belt and goes into the oil and cooks, and the apple cider yeah, no, that's, is cold yeah. and fresh, and oh my God, it's all just, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's it's fall, and there you get that fall smell in the air, and it's kind of chilly. So the cold apple cider and the warm donut, and you can get some coffee, and it's just it's so great. It really is. Pictures don't do it justice. Video don't do it justice. It's an yeah. atmosphere that all of these places have. Our favorite one closed many years ago. So my older girls, we've got pictures and video, and you know they have memories of going to this place. But the younger kids don't you know they've been to other places so they have their own memories this place that we're going looks kind of like a combination between the two places that we go to now when and used to go to so we're looking forward to it it's like an hour and a half north of us mm-hmm. but it'll be a good time but that's why cool. we're doing it sunday so that's why we're no show next week at least i mean you could do a solo show if you want but i won't be here but geeks yeah, pub geek- is kind of a show that we got to do together uh, I was going to say, you can't really do Geek's Pub on its own because it's just me, re- me ranting about something I've watched. Or Well, we, we could talk about the finale of She-Hulk yeah, in a couple uh, weeks. And, um, and Andor should be... Will it be done by then? Uh, no, I think we're only weeks. halfway through. I think it's a 12... Oh, right, okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a long oh, yeah, season. It's a long, long, se- long season, yeah. It's yeah. such a great show. I've been watching Boston Legal. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know that show or not. Uh, I'm aware of it. It's... Uh, William Sh- William Shatner isn't it? Denny Crane. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was one of my favorite shows. It's on Hulu, and I just I haven't been in the mood to watch. Well, I wanted Andor to finish or get a couple episodes in before I come back to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I know that Lord of the Rings series on Amazon just finished its first season, and yep. I watched the first two episodes i think until i said you know what i'm gonna wait till it finishes it and i'm kind of glad i did yeah i think i'm gonna do that as well and binge through it because um you know it's apparently a twisty turny one well the first two episodes were extremely well done yeah it really did feel like lord of the rings Mm -hmm. so i i give it credit the sets are amazing the cgi is first rate you can see they spent the money um and then the other one, uh, what's the other show? The, the Game uh, of Thor- Thrones. Game of one. Thrones. So, um, I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm not even bothering with that. <laughs> I'm going to watch it. I'm going to wait till they finish their first season. Yeah. Um, but I'm just, it doesn't excite me all that much. No, well, that, that's why I'm not going to watch it because it, it's basically, it's just Game of Thrones in a different time. It, I just, I, I think it's been done. You know, I, yeah. I don't. It doesn't. It, it's like you say. It doesn't really intrigue me or interest me. Uh, and you know, we're in this situation now where there's not a lot. Of, where there's too much stuff to watch. There's so, way too uh, much stuff to watch. Yeah. Yeah. And then Lower Decks has been amazing this season, uh, mm-hmm. and I'm falling behind on that. That is the animated Star Trek one. Yeah, the comedy one. Yeah, it's really yeah. good. Yeah, it's it, it's it's well it's well written surprisingly yeah. oh no I, I i agree we we really love it what i will be doing is catching up on these some of these shows as i travel with my with my new iphone i got the same iphone as you oh the, nice uh, did you get the, the purple 14, one? 14 pro max no i got a black one yeah the I'm, purple isn't really purple i'm a little disappointed yeah, exactly um but i'm really really pleased with it. it's such a great phone i uh, i have to say this is um 
other than one app that doesn't really recognize or take advantage of the new cameras that's work related, which kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, Julie has the 12 pro Mm -hmm. and we're not, I'm not updating her phone yet. Mm -hmm. Yep. But we both took pictures of Cole, uh, in a little suit. Well, little, he's my height. So you know what I mean? (laughs) I was going to say, yeah, it's not a little, um, (laughs) he, it was good. It was the homecoming dance Mm -hmm. and he was, He's got a new suit and tie, and he looked like a proper little gentleman. Yeah. I keep saying little, but he's not little. Yeah. Um, We were standing side by side, and I looked at her picture on her phone, and I looked at mine, and I went, why does yours look crappier than mine? (laughs) And she looked, and she goes, I don't know. So I went to the settings, and everything's fine, but it has a washed-out look. And then Mm. compare it to the one I took, it's night and day. I mean, it's that much better. I couldn't. Yeah. That's the first time I've really noticed it. Because I really didn't think that, honestly, the 12 and the 14, they weren't that far apart. Maybe I should have waited another year. But, man, looking at the two pictures together and the stability on the video, it's it's another level. This is a really nice phone. It is. The, there's, there's, there are a couple of bugs that are annoying me. The, um, you know, it has this true tone thing where it adjusts yeah. the, uh, yeah. So what happens, I notice what happens in mine is I'll pull it out of my pocket and I'll turn the phone, I'll, I'll unlock it and I'll start using it and the screen is white and then it goes yellow after about three seconds as the true tone kicks in. And oh, I haven't seen like, that. Oh, yes, I have. <laughs> I, I, I turn off yeah. true tone. <laughs> Well, I, I'm thinking about doing that because it's just not working properly at the moment. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, it's it's annoying when bugs like that get through and they make this very, very expensive device feel like it, like part of it's broken. <laughs> right. You're and like, I've had hey. the same thing as you. There are, there are some apps that don't recognize the camera system and so use the wrong camera, which means that you can't focus on something close up. Yeah, that's uh, so exactly you're trying what mine's to, doing. Yeah, so you're trying to see like a barcode or um, try and yep. recognize some text or something like that, and it's out of focus. And to move it far away to get it in focus means that it's too small for the camera to recognize it. Exactly. And it's just like, yeah, irritating. That's exactly the problem I'm having because yeah. I have to take pictures and scan driver's licenses in so people can go for a test drive. And it takes the picture just fine of the front, but then when they switch the license plate around and try to get the barcode, I would say 80% of the time it doesn't work. Then I get frustrated, quit the app, and just take a picture of the front of the license. Yeah. I'm like, this is stupid. Then my phone fills up. Well, fills up. I mean, I've got tons yeah. of space. But my my camera roll fills up with a whole bunch of pictures of people that you know I'm selling cars to. And yeah. that wants a backup to the, cro- the cloud. And my wife's like, who are these people? Well, they drove to Tacoma the other day. Yeah. got to delete that. Um, yeah, that's that's the so so. There are still a few kinks to be worked out, but it's early days and all. Right? I tell you though, so the, sure the come. one thing that's bugging the shit out of Julie and I is because we have the she shares my account. Right, I got Cole on a child account on mine, so we're not sharing mm-hmm. pictures and stuff like that. Yeah, um, Julie started. She's got so many pictures on her phone. She thought they were all on her phone, so she started deleting a bunch of them. And she got right. to about 200 and came into me. She goes, hey, this isn't deleting from everything, is it? And I said, yes, it is. Yeah. That's it annoying does. because there's no warning. 
Uh, I Do you want to remove this from your phone or? Uh, I'm pretty sure. I was pretty sure there was a warning where it actually says, know. "Please be aware." This. I'm just going to look on my iCloud now. Oh, because she that. said that she didn't see any warning or nothing jumped out. No, at her. no, it's because it's because it, it's the where it says delete photo in red. It says this photo will be deleted from iCloud Photos on all your devices above that. So right, there but is see, a she backs up her phone to my computer. Like right. every six months, although it's been about a year on the last one, I plug her yep. phone in and it backs it up. So pulling all the photos in, so we've got a f- hard copy of it yeah. on the computer. But it's still an iCloud. But the moment she deletes it from iCloud, it's deleting it from my iTunes li- or my uh, photos library as well. Yeah, because because it's iCloud photos. The right. only way you'd stop it from doing that is turning off iCloud. Yeah. On her phone. It's annoying. Um, yeah. Well. Yeah. But I, I, the problem. This is this is a user interface problem where there is a message there. But, but it's she not sees it really all the time. Clear. It's yeah. It's not well. It's in small gray text, but she sees it all the time. She just doesn't read it. Well, uh, because she thinks, well, you know. I'm backing up my phone to his computer, so we've got these yeah. photos on his computer. But technically, yeah. no, because it will delete them from the computer as well. Yeah, it's annoying. Uh, it's the, not a great you know what solution. The, I, I, well, I'll tell you what the solution is. Uh, um, a Mac that's not connected to anything. That no, no, the solution. The solution is to run something like Google Photos or Amazon Photos. I don't on trust even one well. of those services. In fact, didn't Why did Amazon just come out and say they're getting rid of their photos thing? Uh, not if you've got a Prime account. There's some, something. But Google, yeah, I, I, well, yeah, you just have to keep an eye on that. But the thing is, it would stop that problem in that you are backing them up somewhere else. Well, I, for a long time, I also had it backing up to Dropbox anytime I plugged in a phone. Yeah. Um, but it was filling up my Dropbox, even though I've got. I think the one terabyte Dropbox. Yeah. Um, no, I just I've, we for our family we we ended up um, going up to the top tier of iCloud of two yeah. terabytes because yeah. they just kept filling up. In fact, I just upgraded my wife's um, iPad from her regular iPad to my old two fifty six gig iPad Air because she filled hers up and um, it stopped working because she couldn't get any updates or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and ninety gig of that on the hundred twenty eight gig storage with photos <laughs> I, I mean we all take a lot of photos that's what we do we do and, and the problem is we take a lot of it's just like you saying we take a lot of photos for things that we just need temporarily yes. um, and then we never go back and delete them from our libraries and they're sat there taking space up and you know it's it's a management problem because yes. to go through and no when you've one done has that come for up with ages, a good solution yet yeah what you need to be able to do is go through and say these are the crap photos and I want an easy way to get rid of all of those in one go and these are the ones I, I want to keep yep. and yeah iPhotos is not good at that because it presents all of them to you yep. in a great big block and then you've got to try and figure out which are the ones that you, you don't want and no, as, as they say on the internet no, ain't nobody got time for that nobody <laughs> So who doesn't have time is me. We we run out of time. I've got some things yeah. to do around the house before uh, my other kids come home with uh, their significant others. And we have a nice little cookout on the deck. And the stray cat comes up and wants to get pet. And we play cornhole, which is still the worst name of anything in the world. Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's awful. Um, but it's going to be a fun-filled day. And I'm going to fill up my phone with a whole bunch of photos. And uh, all of that's going to take some time. So it's time to wrap this up. Again, no show next week, folks. Um, More family stuff for me. 
Uh, so David yep. and I will be back in two weeks on a Geeks Pub. In the meantime, we'd love to get your feedback. Read it here on the show. It's the show at techfanpodcast.com. Of course, you can go to the website, mymac.com or techfanpodcast, and comment on the show there. Or we are on Twitter and Facebook, and it's Tech Fan Podcast. David, good to talk to you, sir. See you, speak to you soon. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.